Hey, what's poppin'? It's Mo, you did again. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? If so, I got a great one for you. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And the best of all, it's 100% free. So download the Anchor app on any mobile devices and get started right away. What's up? What's happening? It's Mo, you did again. And you're listening to What's Poppin' by Moe Did It Again. Here we go. Hey, what's poppin', everybody? It's your boy Moe Did It Again. Got a new episode for you guys. Um, my guest for this week is, um, well, she's from the smallest city in the smallest state. She's from Central Falls, Rhode Island. Um, she discovered her music ability when she was in the fourth grade, writing rhymes and songs, and with several other of her classmates, believing someday they they will all become big rap stars. Her name is Lady Ace. I got the privilege to meet her a couple weeks ago through social media, well, Instagram. Too for Pacific and uh, we exchanged uh, contact information and we did a little segment for you guys so I hope you guys enjoyed it so this entire episode is to her dedicated to her and my love and my uh, supportment to her as well and and uh, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode I really do no new mindset this week sorry y'all get one how about this? Y'all get a new episode Saturday. Y'all will get a new episode Saturday. So, hope you guys enjoy this entire episode. Let's get to the music, the skits, the segments. Enjoy. See y'all Saturday. Peace. 
Yo, you ready to go? Let me get my gray jacket. Man, you been wearing that since middle school. It's still fit. Come on, nigga. We're gonna be late. All day, nigga. Yeah. Hello? Hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Is my connection uh, I think good so. enough? No. Okay. No, give you fair warning. If it if the uh connection dropped, that means we that means it didn't go through so well. So but we could always try it again. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyway, let me get, let me go ahead and start this off. What's popping everybody? It's your boy Moy did again, and I'm here with a good special guest. Please tell them who you are. Hi, thank you for having me. My name's Lady Ace. Sorry, I hope my connection it's okay. isn't too It's alright. Miss Lady Ace. That is a... That's, yes. that, that has a lot of meaning. Where does the uh, Lady Ace came from? Um, well... <laughs> kind of a funny story, but um... This girl that I was um, really close to <laughs> for years, basically growing up, um... You know, when I started rapping, I told her that I wanted to start rapping. And, um, you know, I was like, I need help coming up with a name, da 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 whatever. And so she always called me the ace because, you know, we called her the queen. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be another queen. I want to be something different. But we kept it, you know, in the deck of cards. So she called me the ace. And so I liked it, you know, because it's different. And most of the time you don't hear a female named ace you only hear guys named ace mm -hmm. so i'm like all right i want to do that but we got to add something to it you know to let people know that i'm a female because i just if i just left it as ace people would more than likely think that i'm mm -hmm. a guy you know what i'm saying so we added the lady into it you know to give it that feminine effect whatever So that's really where it came from, and I stuck with it since. Mm. Interesting. That's real good. I mean, a lot of people come up with, with a lot of creative names just so they will be different from the next person. That's very interesting. Because mine is, uh, mm -hmm. Mo, you did it again, and it sounds like a damn catchphrase. A damn catchphrase. You said it sounds like what? Yeah, it does. Well, it's <laughs> funny does. because Nine the story goal. is um, when I was a kid, I used to get in trouble at least more than twice or three times because I wouldn't get the message the first time. So if I fuck up again, they'd be like, Mo, you did it again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. And, uh, I got, I like and I was that. in the studio working with this one guy, and um, he just said it out of the blue. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Let me just see if I can do something with it. Then life happens, and bam, there you have it. What a coincidence, you know, somebody that you working with. I know, it just all came together. To I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've been thinking about it for almost. Right. Uh, this is like around 2015. And I'm like, shit, I can't really come up with a good name and stuff. Yeah. But it just stuck with me. And ever since then, that's all I've been doing. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, nice. music. You is a I I can't lie, you got the bars. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you checked it out. I've had people, I've had people interview me, and they didn't even check out my music, and they're just like, I can tell that they didn't check out my music, but they just, you know, right. people see the followers and they think that means something. So they're like, like oh, let me. Like my favorite track is uh, "This Is a Hit." <laughs> yes, I mean I download. Oh, I download really? That's entire, your favorite. Um, what was it oh. for the club rats? Yeah, I downloaded the entire uh, tape. Yes. And uh, listen to the entire thing. And this is a hit. Keep Aww. coming back. Keep coming back and stuff. Then you, you posted something up last night called During the Storm. <laughs> through the Storm? Uh, through the Storm. It's a remix. Yes, it's a remix to um, Polo G's Through the Storm on mm-hmm. his new album, I believe it is. Yeah, so I remixed that. I just I love the instrumental. Yeah, so I was like, yeah, there's something about this instrumental. Yeah, so I, I just uh, it heard it uh, last it. night before I went to sleep. I was like, yo, I got I gotta get this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's like I feel personally. I feel like hold on. I'm sorry. I think somebody's knocking on my door. Um, but um, yeah, personally, I feel like because I started. Um, recording myself and um, mixing everything myself once I got my studio set up in my house. So I personally feel like like that was the best song that I've ever mixed on my own. It didn't really require too much mixing, honestly, because you know it's just a remix and it's only two yeah. and what two and a half minutes long. But um, it wasn't just about the mixing. It was more so about, like, um, the delivery. You know, I feel like I really put my feelings into it, made people feel and relate to me more than uh-huh. um, all the other music that I have out. So Yeah, I really love it, too. That's why I really but like that, it. But this is a hit. Always going to be my favorite. No, no <laughs> well, there's gonna be another, mm-hmm. hit. you know, and it's coming real yeah. soon. So, as an artist, as a fellow artist, um, it, I know you had the trials and tribulations when you first started. Like, who was your inspirations when you first started mm-hmm. music? Anyway, uh, when I first started making music, my biggest. And mm-hmm. pretty much only inspiration was Kevin Gates. Um, well, I was I've been writing. Don't get me wrong. I've been writing high school and mm-hmm. like writing little raps when I was in like fourth grade. No, when I was in fourth grade, I was writing raps. Um, but then I had stopped because I told my family about it, and they were like, you know, oh, dream something more realistic, you know. So I kind of just stirred away from steered away from it and um but then when I got to high school and I was listening to Kevin Gates and he's one of those artists personally to me I feel like he's one of those artists where you listen to him and he paints a picture for you of you know his life and what he's been through and it makes you it makes you appreciate him as a as a man and as a human being and most importantly as an artist you know um and I just listen and I'm like, damn, like I've been through a lot too. And I like, I'm really good at writing because in school I always 
my my favorite class was always uh-huh. English because I love to write poetry, stories, etc. So I'm like, damn, you know, he's telling his story and he's making me feel how I feel. So I'm pretty sure I could do this for it's other really people, you know. Yeah, I could uh, relate to you on that. But um, when I was an artist, and I stopped being an artist for a reason because it's just too much. I hate the comparisons and shit, but I'm more of a audio producer, engineer, and shit. So and I've been doing this since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long you been doing this? Nice. Um, what rapping? Yes. Yeah. Rapping, you said. I'm sorry, I think it broke up. Oh yeah. Well, I've been writing since I was in fourth grade, but then, like I said, I stopped and um, I picked it back up my senior year of high school. So maybe uh, what's it? 2019 right now. Probably like around the end of 2015. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah. Now, as an artist, you have recorded a lot of songs, some that you still love to this day for it, and otherwise you'd be like, why the hell did I record that? Because, I, yeah, because I can tell that any artist that goes through <laughs> that recording process, they always trying to critique themselves to be a better individual when it comes out to them rapping. And I know oh, there's yes. been times in the studio you'd be like, um, can we redo that over... I, I can't recall how many studio sessions I've been in out of the last 10 years of my life. And I can recall some of the sessions that I did. I was like, I'm not too proud of that. And been, yeah. Oh, yeah. My first song, my first song um, mm-hmm. in the studio, like my first ever song that I recorded. Really? It took me 13 hours. Yeah, it took me 13 hours because I did not like how I sounded. I wasn't, like, I still, to this day, I don't like my voice. Like, I feel like I have a really deep, manly voice. So I'm really subconscious about that. But, uh, you know, obviously, I got a little used to it, (laughs) Um, you know. But yeah, my first song took me 13 hours because I was like, I did not like how I sound. I was nervous. I didn't know the people right. at the studio. They have like, always been. Just, you don't know a whole lot of people, terrible. but they know you got the voice. Yep, they know you got the bars, but it's like, I'm like, nah, I can't do this. <laughs> so I just, I'm glad I have a studio at home now because. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like I can be 100% myself around other people unless I really, really know them and they're motivating me. You know what I'm saying? Like an engineer that I don't know, I wouldn't feel comfortable like going into the studio and just not not only performing, but talking about my life, about really personal things, you know? Because I feel like, I feel like I'm getting judged. And then if they if they don't like it, sometimes they won't even say nothing because they just try to get some bread. So I just I feel so much better now that I'm in the comfort of my own space without anybody, you know, trying to judge right. my work. 
I'll be. Yeah, I totally understand that because I went to uh, engineering school seven years ago, and um, I ain't gonna lie, it was very, Mm -hmm. very nervous for me because I was like, I'm so used to working in in my family, excuse me, one of my cousin's studios, and when he stopped uh, having the equipment there because his ex-wife poured water on all his equipment and shit. Yeah, she fucked that vibe up. So I went to uh, Extreme Institute. Nelly had a school here in St. Louis. So I I was the very first, Mm -hmm. one of the very first students. They had eight students that started there, six white guys and two black guys, and I'm one of the black guys. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so i have worked with uh, a lot of talented people of course i met nelly the entire st louis ticks uh yo Gotti, tiffany fox seven you know just just name a few here and there um it was a great experience Mm -hmm. and stuff but i realized in order for me to do that i have to learn how to craft i have to learn how to uh craft my own skills and it's not it's never, never easy because yeah. anytime I play beats for anybody, and this is when I first started, they was like, it's cool, but you're missing something or that's too much or whatnot. So I kind of felt a little bit depressed during that time. I don't know what got over it. I probably say the death of my sister just opened it up for me a little f- wider and be like, you know what, fuck what everybody's talking about. This is what, what I'm actually going to do. So I studied practice, got better at it, and now when I play my beats for anybody, they'll say, yo, man, this shit is nice. And I don't even like my own shit. Because... What do you mean, your own shit? You know you how like you that. say that um, you don't like how your voice sounds sometimes? I don't like how the shit that I make. Yeah. Yeah, as a producer, yeah. As in your music? I didn't like it at first. Like I still don't like it to this day for it. I I hate every fucking thing I ever created and I play it for somebody. They be like, yo, let me get this, let me get that. They want the entire catalog. I'm like, you guys waste your time on that shit. But I guess reverse psychology when coming out to this uh music business is the best way how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that so? You never noticed that? Hmm. Um, not really. I don't know. How about this? Play a song to anybody that's that's really close to, and you tell them that you do not like this song at all, even though you're the one that recorded it. I'm guarantee you they're gonna be like, "Yo, I love this song." Yeah. What's up? It's Lady Motherfucking A saying, I got some shit on my chest. I just fucked up my words. <laughs> I got some shit on my chest, and this ain't no diss, but if you take it as a diss, then you must be feeling guilty, you know what I'm saying? This is how I feel. So, excuse me for feeling how I feel. <laughs> Hated by many and loved by a few. Bitches be hating, that ain't nothing new. Been stacking my bed, and these niggas so mad. Cry me the river, go get them a rat. I'm doing what these niggas can't. Selling weed and making bank. Realest bitch that's in the game. Can't nobody come take my place. Lady Ace, I'm a boss. I just gonna take a lot to try to force like this. Been staying down and on my grind. Just praying for my time to shine.
coming out your neck Talking about you ain't got no bread I don't really get no fucks Cause you keeping yourself stuck Listen, if you want some fast money You really can't be scared And if you wanna be a square You need to get up off your ass Go without some applications Not be focused on these relations Getting dicked down every day When you should be getting paid Hey, I swear I tell it how it is There ain't no need to cap Don't take this as a diss I'm just really fucking mad Calls her sis? <laughs> that's what yeah, psychology. That's, yeah, that's definitely at its best. I mean, if you're doing it on purpose, like, oh, I don't Even though you're not even looking for the reaction nowadays, hell. You just put it out there, be like, yo, here it is. Enjoy. Because you heard the song so many damn times because you recorded it. So it's nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. As a um, former artist, I should say, um, I know you do, well, I'm pretty sure you do collaborations. Is that right? You don't do collaborations? No, I do not. Nope. Since I've you never started. Done a song with anybody in my life. Mm. May I, may nope. I ask the question? I'm not. Because when I first started out, um, you know, I was obviously I was new to everybody and it was, um, you know, different, and everybody's like, "Oh, who's that?" Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, everybody, is everybody hit me up like, "Oh, I want to work with you. Let's make a song." Blah blah. blah. And, you know, I'm young. I'm happy. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm my my music is reaching people. People want to fuck with me. You know, um, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And I would always be the only person to actually put in that work to actually make the song. And so I was like, after a couple of years, I was like, nah, I ain't doing this shit no more. So now when people ask me to do a feature, I say, yeah, no problem, but you got to pay me and you got to put down a, um, a deposit before I even start anything. So, and people, that's how I know if people are serious or not about, not only about their career, but about me as an artist, because you're not going to go to um you're not gonna go to little wayne or anybody even like a, a artist on their way up who who's somebody who's not as known um i don't know there's a mm-hmm. lot of rappers nowadays but you're not gonna go up to somebody who got like five hundred thousand followers and be like yeah let me get a feature for free no nah, you're just not gonna do that because you know that they first of all you know that they're charging because uh-huh. they know their worth and they know that shit ain't free so what what makes what makes me any different because i only have eleven thousand followers you're not gonna pay me for my time uh-huh. and for my services no it doesn't work like that so that just shows me 
who's taking me seriously as an artist and respecting my craft and respecting that this is, you know, my life, my job. And it also tells me who's serious about their craft as well because um, it's an investment, you know. If this is something that you really, really want to do, you got to be willing to invest time, money. um, You got to sacrifice all that shit, you know. So it's like, it just shows me if people are taking me and themselves seriously. And people don't. So that's why I just say to myself. I feel you, pain. Yeah, like I ain't gonna lie, I was a yeah. little nervous about you, know, you plan on doing this uh, segment with me because because you, you just t- you said it, how many followers that you have <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I I don't even have that much, and I got two Instagram pages, and both of them combined don't equal up to that much. <laughs> But listen, it's the followers means nothing. You know why? Because those people follow me just because they just want to see what I'm doing. They're not, those are not people who are genuinely following me uh-huh. because they want to fuck with me and they want to fuck with my music. No, those are just nosy ass people who either, uh-huh. oops, my bad, who either don't like me or just want to be nosy and see what I'm doing. They may be jealous of me. Some people actually do like me. Some people I went to school with. And just a whole bunch of random people, you know. But those are not real followers, like, real fans, you know. And I was just saying that on my Instagram the other day. Like, followers doesn't mean nothing. You can have a million followers. You know, I was seeing, sorry to get off track a little bit, but I was seeing, um, I think I was reading the article, and this girl this girl had like a million followers, but yet she couldn't even sell thirty T-shirts because her because um she's she it's it's complicated, right? So my followers, I'm pretty sure if I post a picture up of me half naked, I'm pretty sure my followers will like that shit. I'll probably get like a thousand or two thousand, three thousand likes, but that's because you know that's something that they want to see. You know, most of my followers. Like I said, they're not genuine fans that want to tune into my music or get to know me as an artist. You know, most of my followers are guys. They just follow me because they like what they see. So it's like followers doesn't mean shit. I would rather have 500 followers and 100 loyal fans than 11,000 followers and only Mm. like 20 loyal fans. Interesting. I never looked at it like that. Cause I was like, man, how come I can't get yeah. the followers? Like, I remember this one time I was at work and they asked me to do something about a spreadsheet. And I'm like, spreadsheet? Man, fuck this job. I need to get internet famous like these hoes. And we doing shit. <laughs> so I was like, man, how the fuck am I going to get some followers? <laughs> but i probably say um, when it come down to that, yeah, you do got a point. I used to look at it, yeah, because I used to look at it from an outsider yeah. perspective. Because, mm-hmm, because I look at it like, like this: social media is the new streets. So, I knew for a fact, mm-hmm. okay, if I'm going to be in this game, I have to stick with it at all times. Like this, 
like this podcasting shit that I'm doing. I've been doing this for a right. whole year. I just yeah, I just celebrated my one year, my one year anniversary okay. of it. And I got better at it at at a, I got better at it with everything when it came out to the uh, what I'm going to be talking about. Uh just pretty much everything. I always try to keep it um up to date with what goes on in today's world. And also talk about my reaction to a lot of things. Just to see how it is. Now that it this podcast it will be streaming on every digital platform services, including Spotify and Apple Music, whatever. So I'm I'm not just doing this mm-hmm. for the money or whatnot. I'm doing this because you would never find another podcast host such as myself that will interview ordinary people, regardless of who you are. You don't have to be famous for anything. You can be just an ordinary person. How many podcast hosts does that right. in today's world? I said, how many? Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Most people just want people with, you know, like I said, a following. That mm-hmm. way they can get But I never cared up. about that. I still to this day for it. I don't even trip about that at all. Yeah, because it's like, like I said, it's just, it's not about the following. It's about fans. Fans are the one, fans are the people who will take you out of your nine to five <laughs> and have you and mm-hmm. will support you to where you don't have to live a, you don't have to live by working a regular job you can actually live your dreams because they're the ones who's gonna pay fifty dollars for a shirt you know what I'm saying fifty dollars for your mixtape and a hundred dollars to go to your show those are the people who those are the people who um who help independent artists exactly get to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. So, how many projects have you done throughout your entire catalog? Um, well, before, like, when I first started making music, I wasn't, I was just trying to make music to get out there, you know? I was just like, okay, let me just keep dishing out music. I didn't, really have any guidance or knowledge about you know the industry and being an independent artist so I was just dishing out music and I I got a lot of singles but projects um I put out two this year one was supposed to be a mixtape but technically they considered it an EP because there's only five songs I believe four or five songs um so it's not really considered a mixtape but um so technically, I put out two EPs this year, and I'm working on an actual mixtape for the for this year. Um, not sure when I'm gonna release it because I'm still working on it. So probably release about two or even just one more actual project this year, and then mm. the rest might be singles. That's amazing. Especially we cut out the projects and stuff because a lot of people the year at least for this year, right? Because you know a lot of things will happen from a year from now. You know you might hell in the near future you're gonna be one of the biggest stars out there. 
I'll be like, wait, I know her. I interviewed her and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So how do you promote your music? What mm-hmm. websites do you do that from? Yeah. Um. Well, my music, though, at least the beats that I do own, because before I wasn't putting out music that I own completely. I was just, you know, recording over beats on YouTube. So the beats, the stuff that I just recorded over YouTube beats, I just put that out like on YouTube and SoundCloud. But the stuff that I actually own 100%, I put that out everywhere. I even submitted it to mm. Pandora, you know. So my, I promote it on everything, but um, my following is mostly on Instagram. I right. don't I have a Twitter, but I'm I never go on it. Right, I, I think to this day for Twitter is like very confusing. Twitter. I don't like using Twitter, so it's, it's not like Facebook. It's it's not like Instagram. It just has it its is, own little world. Because right? I'm like, man, you see so many things, so many things when people talk. I'm like, wait, I, where the hell should I even begin? So. <laughs> Right, and then they keep updating it, so it's even more confusing. That's why I, I tried to make my Twitter again, and I'm like, I tried to post. Have you heard of this app called Amuse? Like, yeah, I don't like this. It's a Amuse music Amuse? distributor. Amuse, I feel like I have, but I don't know. Well, I can tell you this, and I've been with them for over hmm, a year. I don't think you so. You keep a hundred percent of your earnings, no fees. Say that one more time. If you post yes. with them, exactly. Like instead if of you, you post uh, with them, promote your music individually at, on these different websites. They they have all connected to them. And you put your music out on with them, they'll promote it all on all streaming platform services. No free of charge. Yep. A M U S E. Oh, okay. You said amuse. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Right now, right now I'm with Distro kit, distro kit, mm-hmm. distro, however you say it. But I think right. that one is royalty free as like well. Like when I first like they don't uh, heard about Amuse, um, this is like I probably say early last year. And I was like, damn, for real, y'all don't y'all don't take a percentage of whatnot. I guess they giving the uh, power back to the Yeah, artists. so how they getting paid? That's my question. Yeah, I said the same thing. I mean, it they just don't make no sense, but somehow. maybe they are a real deal because a lot of people has uh, put the music out with them. And, and it's crazy. Even though I put out a couple uh, of right. instrumentals uh, projects on there, I mean, it's everywhere. And it, and it doesn't get taken down for nothing. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Let me ask you this: How many times that somebody has heard your voice and say you kind of remind them of, of uh, Cardi B? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's very noticeable. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't listen. I don't think like. I don't think 
people have told me that my voice reminds me of them. I've had people tell me that I look like I don't understand how people tell me I look like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. I don't understand how I look uh, like both of there. them when they both don't even look like each other. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand how I could look like both of them. I think, I really think the only reason why people say that is because, you know, I'm a young, good-looking female rapper and, you know, um, and I'm not, like, I don't know, like, um, I'm kind of, I guess I dress girly and stuff and, you know, I got the sex appeal. So I guess they're trying to, like, I feel like people try to push that on to me you know and um no I, I and also because I'm from the east coast and they're both from New York and I live like five hours from New York so I feel like people think I got that I New probably York say you vibe. got your own individual so look that's but really it's the it voice that catches my attention Really? What? What about my? Voice? Um, like, what, maybe it's the way how you. you I don't know. Her. You, you don't tell me how I carry her. myself. Please don't say that. Oh uh, come Thank on you. now! Bring the hood out. I'm ratchet, but I don't get. I don't gotta be that ratchet. <laughs> No, but you know, I just feel like I feel like we're different people. You know, I don't know. I feel like yeah. I, I feel like I got my own voice. I feel like I got my own style. I feel like I don't. I don't think I resemble either one of them, especially in my music. I feel. I don't know. I feel like my music is so different compared to everybody else. Like all my music is different. Every song. Nah, I wouldn't talk about the. I wouldn't say about your music. I say, yeah, I got different uh, styles for kind of music. It's just the way how you talk sounds kind of, kind of, kind of sounds similar to her a little bit. That just. It's the East Coast. It's the East Coast accent. East Coast. I think that's what it is. Because, like I said, I don't live far from New York. Mm. Well, I'm from the Midwest, as you can tell. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not happy or proud of that. <laughs> yes. Well, we, well, don't get me wrong, St. Louis always has some of the most talented individuals idea. here. But none of them wants to uh, persuade their dreams and shit. Yes. Yeah. It's because when you come from somewhere so you know, so small and low key. You mm. think and I'm I'm speaking for people in general, um, when I say this, people think that when they come from somewhere so small and unknown that they don't have the chances of getting to where they really wanna be. And it's because, you know, there's millions, millions of people out there who are trying to get to that place that you want to be at. You know what I'm saying? So people think, oh, what's the chances of me, little old me, living where I live, getting discovered, you know? And it is definitely is something, I feel like that's something that a lot of artists go through. If not, I feel like if not all artists have went through it, to be honest with you, because 
you know, it's all about it's all about where you want to be with this music um, industry because some people they really just want to stay low key and just do it for fun. Some people they just want to um, stay independent their whole time, you know, do a couple shows, make a couple dollars, cool. But then some people really, really, really want to make it big, you know, and um, no matter what level you want to be at, everybody has those thoughts one day. Everybody has those thoughts one day because it's an it's an intimidating thing, you know, when when your dreams are so when your dreams are so high, excuse me, when your dreams are so high and so big. You know, the world tries to make you think that it's not possible to attain whatever goal you're reaching for. But, you know, it's all about your mindset, your state of mind, and what you're going to do to get outside of the normal thinking that the world is trying to force upon you, I should say. Yeah, and to be honest, there really is no limit. <laughs> With God, anything is possible. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, let's talk about high school a little bit. I want to, I want to know the lady Ace in high school. How is? Okay. How are you in high school? <laughs> well, um. <laughs> I would say that, well, let's say my first couple years in high school, I was really, um, I don't know, I guess lost maybe, lost in a sense of like no guidance. And um, I was just looking towards the wrong people for that, you know, and um but I was, don't get me wrong, I was really good in all my classes, oh, except math. Once I got to 10th grade, after that, it was a wrap for math, for math class. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. After 10th grade, it was a wrap. I was like, all right, I'm not good at this shit no more. But, um, yeah, I was good at all my subjects. and But the only thing is, is, like, between 10th, I mean, 9th to, like, the beginning was it the beginning? Yeah. Ninth to the beginning of 11th grade, I was fighting a lot. A lot. And that's because, you know, I don't know, I just had my own issues that I was going through. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, And I, I wasn't taking nobody's shit, you know, especially because I'm small. Like, I'm really short. And I've always been short. And you know how people say short people got short people syndrome where they feel like they got to be tough. <laughs> that's true so you know I was I felt like I would get picked on a lot girls would hate on me you know and I just wouldn't take it so I fought a lot and um I stopped in 11th grade and I changed my life around and I realized that mm-hmm. I'm more I'm more than what I was doing you know what I'm saying so, so pretty much high school treated you kind of like shit. <laughs> it chewed you up and spit you out, and you basically learn how to defend for yourself. No, and basically know who's real, who's fake at that time, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I was just, I was cool with damn near everybody. And everybody was fake, and I didn't know, and I don't know. It was just, uh-huh. just a lot. There was a lot going on in high school. I did not like high school. I liked, like, I liked my last year, my last year of high school, because I liked the school, and I liked the people that were there, because people that are not from America, they're different than kids that grew up in America. You know, I feel like people from other countries are so humble, and not everybody, obviously, but, you know, where I went to school, there was a lot of... um Caribbean people, so like a lot of Haitian people, a lot of Jamaican people, um, a lot of Trinidadian people, a lot of Bayesian people, people from all over. And I felt like those people, they were just so humble and so kind and just different. You know, where I'm from, so ratchet. Everybody's so ratchet. And, I'm, I'm, see, that's why I was I'm, looking at, so I'm looking much. at one of your photos right now. I don't see how anybody will be jealous of you. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, you are a beautiful individual. Uh, you know how to hold yourself and you're very, um, no pun intended, ladylike. I just, I just don't understand why do y'all get what? so much, um, I don't know, jealousy from other individuals, especially from other women. Because I had this conversation with my mother, and I asked my mom, like, uh, is jealousy is a thing that women are born with? And she quite honestly said, yeah, to some women. Which I, yeah, which I still don't understand women at all. I don't think I ever going mm. to, but I'm yeah. glad. I never really understood how you did it You raised two kids on your own and you never quit it Times was hard but you still made sure we ate Even if it was some noodles for a couple days Man, growing up I thought I knew it all Till I realized it's so easy for everything to fall I moved out at 15, I know it broke your heart You'll never understand why these people want me gone I wish my daddy kissed you more instead of beating on your face Maybe then you wouldn't carry so much hate You love them even though we put all our lives in danger You a wonder woman trying to be this nigga savior He ain't deserve you, not a little, not at all And when he pushed you down the stairs, you should have had him shot Lord, please forgive me for just speaking out my thoughts My heart is broke from being around all these damn frauds I know if he was in my life, it would be different I wouldn't love a pimp and I wouldn't be stripping See, people underestimate the power of a man that I open all the ones who understand That being a man ain't about having money It ain't about the Benjis, it's about your love for me And if you wasn't ready then why'd you bust a nut? You should've had a swallow or just put it in a butt Cause the way you make me feel is like I'm a regret If you really love me then you would've never left You claim that you this and you claim that you that But nigga you a coward and you never been a dad I could never comprehend how you did it for the bitches but when it came to your kids, you always turned up missing I know a part of my brother really hates my mother Cause she lied to him, cause she ain't want him to suffer I can't say that I fully understand your pain But in every situation, there's something to gain It's fucked up how that nigga treated you, I know 
to hold it, all that anger will stunt your own growth. In life, you gotta learn to forgive and forget. Cause negative emotions just bring you close to death. I know when I was 12, having sex, you blame yourself. Claim you a bad mom, but you just needed help. You can't do everything on your own. A queen needs a king, like a dog needs a bone. Like honey needs a comb. Mama, look, I'm grown. Don't worry about the past or thinking the unknown. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, that shit is just a hoax. Leave it to God and throw your problems out the door. I really wish we were just a little bit closer. You say I'm not your friend, well, that's why there ain't no closure. We really are two different people on this planet. If I told you about my life, I don't think you'd understand it i feel like you would judge and just beat yourself up thinking you the reason why my life was fucked up but really it wasn't everything i went through has shaped me as a woman just peep the things that i'm doing i didn't go to college like everybody wanted i quit my nine to five and now they call me starving a star on the rise mama look i'ma shine no more time to cry wiping tears out your eyes you ain't gotta worry about the much longer, cause once I'm on, life is gonna be so much larger. Life is gonna be so much larger. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, uh, Growing up, uh, well, I, I kind of grew up fast, you know what I'm saying? And I, my body developed, my body developed really fast. So, you know, I was young, I had big titties and, you know, like I said, I grew up fast and older dudes wanted me, bitches didn't mm. like that. So, now, how often, you know, not, speaking of uh, shit like that. dudes or niggas, I can say it, how often do you get hit on? <laughs> because as a because um, um, I'm pretty sure as a, as a woman you go through that a lot and I always tell my uh, female guests that y'all are very yep. lucky y'all get recognition like that even though you don't crave for it or don't even trip about it that too I don't never get no shit like that or don't even want it sometimes Well, it's different because a lot of females have that mentality where it's like, oh, I shouldn't have to tell him, you know what I'm saying? He should come up to me, blah, blah, blah. But, um, well, yeah, it's different for females. I be feeling like that sometimes, too. But I'm the type of person that, listen, mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, I'm honest. If I think somebody looks that good, I'm going to say something. You know what I'm saying, or you know the you know p- female smile too, like they give you that smile, like okay, you know you look good, <laughs> that type of smile. So females do do it too, but I guess we just expect the guy to say something like you know. Pretty to say much, that's how society us, set and us up. We'll be like, okay, yeah, you cute. <laughs> yep. Pretty much, and I think I've been like that since back in the day, so that ain't something new. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, I'm not sure. Now it's harder for you guys. I was never sure. I just wasn't the type of one to uh, walk up to a woman and, you know, just have a conversation. It always be like the other way around. And nine times out of ten, they'd be like, well, the reason why I was afraid to come up and say something to you because 
know, you have that look on your face. You mad at someone. And like I was, <laughs> and like I told him, no, 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 I'm never mad. And if that's the case, I would change that up. Like, I'm never one of those type of guys that stay mad all the time. I just never, I, don't get me wrong, I love to smile because smile is the best pain. Next to laughter. It's it's just that I don't smile mm-hmm. all the time. I just have that one uh, look on my face. And it's not even evil, it's just a normal look. And a lot of people always get that intimidating approach from me. I'm like, I ain't gonna do nothing. Hell, I don't believe in violence and stuff. I don't like hate nobody or put my hands on nobody. I don't do that. I was, I had right. I had two hardworking parents that provide everything for me and my right. sister. So I was raised in a good household. Mm-hmm. Um, good. That's what's up. Let me see. It's a little... Hold on one second. I think I'm missing my cue. Okay. What's your favorite things you like to do? Um, mm-hmm. Well, my favorite thing to do is make music. First and foremost, uh, that's my favorite thing. I love to write. I love to record. I love to hear it afterwards. I love to see people's reactions. I like, um, you know, sharing sharing my music with the world. I like to help people with anything, with anything that I could possibly do to help somebody. I like to do it, you know, except, you know, when somebody constantly needs money, I don't like that shit. But <laughs> if I got it, I'm going to give it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I love helping people. Um, I love being in nature. I love being outside. Mm-hmm. Especially at the beach. The beach is like my favorite so place. So we at the go. part of the show that I let the guests ask me any questions that they want to know about. And it could be anything no no filter, anything that you want to know. Okay. As an artist? Well, what made you um, stop because music? I used to get the comparisons of being a big guy yes. of like Rick Ross or Biggie Smalls or a Big Pun or not. And I just never liked that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love those guys because those some of my favorite artists I'm, to listen to. Like, I'm still a Rick Ross fan no matter what. Um, it's just that I don't want to be compared like that. So, I was like, ah, screw that. Like, Yeah, but you gotta understand, it's like that's what's gonna come mm-hmm. with it. You think that they didn't have mm-hmm. people that they were saying reminded them of them, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's life. There's so many people in the world. There's people that were here before you. There's people that's going to be here after you. So, you know, at the end of the day, that's what they do. They compare people because they're trying to 
they're trying to categorize you into something right. and it's just your job to show them like nah i'm myself you know even right. though but you the know, music, things but may be similar writing, everybody's and, still and my voice i never liked the way how my voice is because somebody uh told me oh man god made a mistake on your voice and he, yeah a lot of people you said some of the most meanest stuff to me and that's angle like that shit hurt it that hurt me like hell uh, you gotta you guys with your voice with a with a white guy's voice, and I'm like, damn, like if that was the case, why are you worried about it so much? So, yeah, you know, as a young black man in today's right. world, a lot of people would look at me as very intimidating, and I'm not. I just carry myself, but I'm not really. Yeah, but the thing is, that's because they have this stereotype that you're supposed to sound a certain way. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to sound ghetto. You're supposed to sound like you don't know how to speak proper, quote-unquote, proper English. You know what I'm saying? That's the Mm -hmm. stereotype that even even us Black people have. You know what I'm saying? That's just the stereotype that's been around, and that's what people continue to um, hold. You know, they keep that state of mind, and that's exactly why... We can't all rise up together because we still got that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no such thing as talking like a white person. There's no such thing. And I'm not, I'm not gonna say that I never said that because I definitely said that before. You know, when I was younger and uneducated, I've definitely said, "Oh, you sound like a white person." Like, nah, it's not about being white. It's about the fact that they're technical. If you want to be technical, <laughs> they're speaking proper if you want to say it in technical terms you know what i'm saying but you know you don't have to speak any certain way to be proper i guess in your own way but it's just about um like you said it's about how you carry yourself if you feel personally aside like i don't want to sound ratchet i don't want to sound ghetto to carry myself how i want to carry myself how i want the world to perceive me then that's your own choice. You know what I'm saying? So, no, it doesn't make you white. It doesn't mean you have a white voice. It doesn't mean you were meant to be right. white. It just means that's how you want to carry yourself and that's how you want to be seen. So, I understand because people have definitely said that to me before, even though, you know, I don't, I don't know. My, I talk, I use big words too, but mm. I also talk comfortably. Yeah, I can hear it in you your know? voice that's already. How I'll explain it comfortably. Y'all wanna talk about who's the baddest in the rap game How about we talk about Lady A My bars is so sick, that's what I make you when I spit I give them head B when I get up on the beat Don't take it literal, I am just so lyrical You wanna be like me, but we are not identical One of a kind, baby, get up on your grind Can't fuck with me if you don't wanna shine It's beyond the money, don't you be a big dummy I wanna influence the world, I don't wanna make honey I mean, sex is cool, but it could be better If we were sitting on China, Lady Ace, I'm a stellar Shoot a star across the sky, man, I know I caught your eye Lady Ace, I'm a diamond, I'm a youngin' in my prime Who's that? I'm a youngin' in my prime Lady Ace? I'm a youngin' in my prime Wow, and she's only how old? Woo. This is what you 
what y'all wanted, man. I thought that's what y'all like. A chick that got it tight, that could really lay the pipe. Down, LOL, I'm kidding again. Get hip to my wordplay if you wanna be friends. Lady Ace, I'm a gem, no, I'm a diamond. Stop playing with me, girl, I'll put you back in your pen. No, you're not a cow, but bitch, you are my hen. sexual because that's exactly what the industry wants mm-hmm. they want me to be a sex a, a sex item to just sell you know what I'm saying because that's what sells but that's not who I am and I already have like I already have little girls that follow me that look up to me and it's like I don't want to steer them in the wrong direction you know what I'm saying there, don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with um sex there's nothing wrong with loving your body there's nothing wrong with a man and a female and whatever. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Um, but what I do see a problem is is the the nudity always nudity and just sex and drugs and violence always being what sells the most. And that's right. exactly why I try to too sexually in my music. Yes, and I'm just like Right now, right now, I'm just trying to focus on my story. You know what I'm saying? And my story, my story doesn't need to be overly sexual. I'm not, I'm not the type of rapper. I'm not going to always rap about fighting bitches and sucking (laughs) dick and all that shit. No, that's not what I like to rap about. It's cool once in a while, you know what I'm saying? When you want to get a little ratchet, but that's not what I'm trying to be labeled as. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be labeled as, mm-hmm. oh, she trying to be like little Kim. She trying to be like Nicki Minaj. She, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't I don't rap like that, that at you all. you put a lot of pressure on yourself when coming to these projects? So, I mean, doing projects alone, like, you got to find the inspiration. You got to find the right type of music, then the lyrics. Then you gotta listen to the mix. It could be all be painful sometimes, right? Oh, definitely, because I'm like, like I said, I don't have no friends. So I don't have 
an extra ear to be like, hey, can you listen to this for me before I drop this? Because I'm kind of self-conscious about it. Now, I just have to keep listening. I have to keep listening to it. I have to keep editing it. I have to just be like, you know what? If they don't like it, fuck it, because I like it. But at the same time, I'm not just making music for myself. I'm making music for the world. So I do have to make sure that you know, the world is going to like it because it's not just for me, you know? So it is very tough. It is very tough because it can get really discouraging when you feel like nobody's watching you and nobody's really paying attention to you because you put in all this work and it's like, damn, what do I have to show for it? That's how I am. I I just be on... online just listen to music regardless mm-hmm. who it is and I'll be like yo I appreciate that because even though you think oh nobody's listening shit you got one listening right now <laughs> I appreciate that and that's something that I I definitely gotta start to humble my ass down about and like I said slow my ass down because I be I be my feelings like nobody's listening nobody cares nobody fucks with my music but you know all it takes is that one person to hear it you know and and not even just the one person to hear it to get to where you want to be that one person that your music just helps you know what I'm saying you save people's lives through music you know and that's that's what I'm here for. I'm I want to be that person that you know you saved my life through your music. You know what I'm saying? You told your story, and I couldn't. And our stories are so similar, but I was scared to tell mine. And that's why I love you. That's why I love you as an artist. And you know, so that's really why I right. make my music to help people through my music. So yeah, that's why my music is. I'm also an art engineer, so yeah, if you ever need. Extra ears. I'm the guy. One of the guys, I should say. Nice. I got a. I got a. Um, oh yeah, I'm very. I, I train my ears to listen to everything, music. not just the voice, not just the groove, not even just the instrumental itself. Like I was. Uh, like I was. Physically, well, mentally trained to like use your ears. Your ears will never right. lie to you, and so, so. Yeah, I work with this one one engineer. His name is Carl Napa. I don't know if you've heard of him or nope. not, but um, he did some music with Janet Jackson, of course, Nelly, Michael Jackson, and a few others. Even did some with NSYNC when they, on their very first album. And we we had a mixing class, and he was like, any engineer would have like a mix reference of what's well, of you know of their favorite songs or not, and um, it was like compare that to the mix that you're about to do right now. So it was like I said, it was it was just eight of us. So when it came down to me, I just like okay, let me see if I can do this right. So I just mixed it down right there in front of him it took me like i guess i don't know 30 to 35 minutes 
and everybody in the room was just listening to it. Everybody just nodding their head, including him. And he one of the most strict people ever. So he heard it. He was like, damn, uh, Mo, this is really good. Like, who's your mix reference? And honestly, I told him my mother is my mix reference because my mother loves to yell. Still to this day for I just never know how to tone her ass down. But as I got older, I know down with my ears. <laughs> so I know it sounds funny, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, That's your story. Well, damn. It's been over an hour since we had this conversation. Well, look, I'm going to let you go. I appreciate everything that you shared with me. No problem. Now, if you ever got, oh yeah, like, no you, problem. Thank you for having your next me. Next project comes, please it. let the boy know. Definitely. Oh yes, no problem. I'm definitely. I got. I told you I'm about to drop some new shit, two of those singles. So I'm just trying. Follow me um, mainly on Instagram, official with two L's, Lady Ace with two Y's and two E's. So O F F I C I A L L A D Y Y A C E E. I know that was a lot, but official Lady Ace. Well, I just search Lady Ace. I'm pretty sure I'll pop up. Um, yeah, you just Google me. You just Google me if if you if that's too much to just search it on Instagram. Just Google me, Lady Ace. Two eyes and two e's. I'll pop up. All right, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this segment. Thank you, Miss Lady. Except Twitter, because I don't be on Twitter. So I appreciate you. Like you, basically, like one of my first biggest uh, guests on this show. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. Take care. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Shout out to Erica Badu for this one. Where right now you're listening to Lady A's. You know, I don't mean to be offensive if I'm being a little vulgar and explicit in my lyrics. But this is just how I express myself. the world know what I've been through.
I want people to relate to me and feel me and understand me. See, I ain't never promised that my love would be perfect. And if you stood down, I told you it would be worth it. You was the man I did want, but now you ain't what I need. I shouldn't beg you to change. I shouldn't be on my knees. But all the signs was a lie. Proof to me that you was lying. How you claim to be in love, but you out here cutting up? Bitches calling my phone. I'm a joke, you let them think it's okay to step up out of their place But if I smack her, then I'm wrong, what type of shit is you on? Oh, cause that's your baby mom's, you just let her disrespect You supposed to put that bitch in check But a man without a plan is like a man without the blaze You can never circulate, we supposed to elevate But I think this shit is broke, cause now we back up in the lobby Where this shit had all started, man Supposed to be her daddy. I guess that explains why these niggas treat me badly. Or is it cause of me? Do I not know my own worth? How they gon' call me a diamond when they treat me like the dirt? Niggas talk a lot, but hell no, they ain't walking. Just keep it 100, baby. Stop with all the front. And I'm too grown for this shit. I ain't raising no kid. How you older than me? But I'm the one to always teach. Let me tell you something, honey. I ain't your mama you pay the bills and fuck me good but that ain't the problem one of the underlying problems is the communication you don't be saying how you feel that's why you left with frustration when it comes to having sex you'll be a man about it but when it comes to owning up you ain't hearing shit man i thought that we was grown every day is something new we ain't ready for our do. Let me tell the truth Lately I've been contemplating about my life Wondering if this is right And I ain't gonna lie I've been feeling like a housewife Cooking up your food Then I clean up after you It's the same old shit And I'm getting sick of it Cause I ain't average baby I'm gonna live lavish I can't fuck up my career Cause I had an orgasm But if we ain't having sex Then I must be with the next You so fucking insecure Relationship and what I wanna do Should I stick around or should I just get it the boot Cause I'm really sick and tired of just being sick and tired All the arguing and fighting makes me feel like I am dying I ain't got time for it baby You're fucking with my peace and that's fucking up my heart if I'm here rocking with you, then why you worry about a nigga? Can't you see that I'm just focused on what's the bigger picture? And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Oh, shit. Uh, you can... Damn, you just said it. You said something. <laughs> you what? Speaking, uh... Properly, you're a professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are a professional. Most people won't I be suppose. like being professional, <laughs> especially you doing something like this. So, yeah, it's just you know, a lot of people got their mindset. Just, yeah. I said a lot of people got their mindset just. What'd you say? 
Oh, I know. That's that's the problem with the world. Nobody wants to get out of their old ways or get out of something that's been passed down to them. Mm-hmm. See me, I want to change everything. I want to make new rules for everything. I want to break rules. I want to do things that right. haven't been done before. Yeah, but try that's break just that not everybody wants to live like that. Exactly. That's me. That's what I'm trying to do. So, and that's why I keep going despite the fact that, you know, I have my doubts sometimes mm-hmm. and I get really self-conscious and I start to beat myself up about, you know, why, why have I, why haven't I got any fucking what deals yet? Why haven't I have, why don't I have a manager yet? And et cetera. But at the end of the day, I know right. that everything is working out in God's timing, not mine. So Whenever you try to rush shit, that's when shit starts going wrong. So that's why some when I do that, when I get in my feelings like that, I just got to slow down because I know I'll try to do some shit right. to rush my career and then end that's up in a fucked up situation. Uh, so. um, anything else you want to ask them? Yeah. Um, no, that mm-hmm. was my biggest question. I had it now, when you have mentioned we talked it, about relationships. We talked about guys and what about the relationships part? Now, I know you've got good relationships with a whole lot of people. No, you don't? No. Really? No. I don't have no friends. No. That's... Well, really, that is, yes, um, but no. That's the first time. <laughs> Um, no, not at all. Un- you weren't expecting you know, And that. as an artist, no, not at all. As an artist, I don't feel like there's any friends in this game. I feel like it's all acquaintances and business partners, pretty much. It's not friends. Friends aren't real. At least I don't. I don't believe in friends. It's to me, the you're no. either family mm-hmm. or you're so you're just you know business related. See, I knew you was always been a professional. Alrighty, alright. Uh, <laughs> now this is the part of the show yeah. that I let. No, I told my guest that I got a bunch of questions. There are 137. And I, I'll let you uh, pick the numbers out, and I can read them to you, and you basically give me your best answer. Uh, well, you could choose as many. Okay, as you how want, many numbers there? But there's 137, so I know we're not gonna go through all of them. <laughs> right. Okay. So let's start. I well, I want to do. One, seven. Okay, number 19, one. Easy question. Are you more of a hunter or a gatherer? Mm. Mm. Uh, I would say I'm both. I would say that I'm both because. And and when you say hunter or gatherer, do you mean like okay, like a hunter? Give me an example a hunter is pretty much get, trying to get everything that that they want. Mm. 
a gatherer. Oh no, no. Right. That right. of course. I'm I'm, try, a, I'm up and trying to get it every day. Uh gatherer, uh pretty much they a person now, that the will accept everything, regardless how bizarre it is or how good it is. Eh, okay, see we did we did kind of mean it on two different things. I mean, I will accept like I will, I'm the type of person I will accept help. I'm not, I'm not too prideful to be like, oh no, I don't need your help. I'm gonna do everything on your, on my own. No, because God put all these people here so we can all help each other to attain whatever each other's goals are. You know what I'm saying? So, no, I'm not prideful to be like, no, I don't need your help. I'll do it on my own. No, in that sense, I will accept help, but I will not accept. Um, hmm. All right. You know, somebody leading me in the wrong uh, direction. What was the last gift you no. gave someone? Oh, yeah. In today's um, world, it's hard to try to please anybody. <laughs> I guess, is that considered especially a when it comes down to um, the holidays. Like, I'll give you an example for Mother's Day. I don't know what to give my mother. She's very picky. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Here's, here's 100 bucks, oh. mom. Or here's. Hundred fifty, uh-huh. go do whatever. Happy Mother's Day. Mhm. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't celebrate holidays, so mm-hmm. I don't really. The only holiday I don't celebrate is Christmas. That's like I just give people stuff because I want to. <laughs> it must be yeah, nice being you. I don't celebrate. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, yeah. You would think, right? It can be. It has its ups and downs, just like everybody else. Um, My life is... What's that other number you said? Literally. 19? Okay. Teach me something that I don't know in the next 10 seconds. 19. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, since I know, I'm going to assume that you're not vegan. Um, <laughs> this is something I can teach you. Did you know that, well, maybe you didn't know, I don't know, but did you know that yes. most uh, diseases in the U.S. are caused by the food that we're eating? Okay, well, hmm. <laughs> did you know that they they kill? Actually, no. Did you know that they for they forcefully rape animals, get them mm-hmm. pregnant, and take their babies away from them when they're first born? And with with the pigs, what they do is when the pigs are first born, they rip out all their teeth and they cut off all their nails. No, I didn't know and that. And they just throw them into like um, I don't know what it's called, but like a little section, I guess. Yeah, well, they force they force animals to get um, pregnant. They take the semen, shove it inside. I mean, obviously, not like just put it in their hand and shove it inside. They use something to shove it inside of the female, especially the cows. Um, 
and they um, get them pregnant and use all these hormones and um, crazy oh ass my God. drugs I think, to speed um, up the pregnancy process. I, I think I'm going to lay down real quick. Take their babies I, from them. I got to eat. You gave me an image, and I feel like the stuff that I just ate about to come right back. Up, so. <laughs> Thank you for warming my appetite. <laughs> uh, now, yeah, what's the no other problem. number at the 19? I'm ready to do it whenever. Okay, 137. What is your favorite day of the week? Uh, the last one, 137. I don't have a favorite day of the week because every day is like a weekend for me. Well, every day is just a new day, <laughs> to be honest. I'm just blessed to see a new day every day. I'm not in school no more, so I don't have a favorite day. <laughs> when I was in school, favorite day would be like Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday. But mm-hmm. since I'm not in school, every That's day is up. just, you know, a so new what are day you currently start doing a new opportunity. Now. Uh, not now, not, not just, not just that. Like, in like in the next few. While months we're on the stuff. podcast. Oh. <laughs> um. Well, mm-hmm. right now I just opened up a business. Um, and my business is I mm-hmm. sell beauty products and hair, and I also sell I also sell exotic mm-hmm. dancewear, so stripper clothes. Um, I make I make the stripper clothes and I make the hair. Well, I don't make make the hair. I just make the wigs out of it. But um, yeah. So that's my business. I'm working on this right now. That way I can you know do something outside of my music, but also something that I do enjoy. That way you know I can have more. Also have another flow of income coming in. Um, but yeah, with my music, I'm just trying to. I'm going to be releasing a project maybe mm-hmm. like in two months. It just depends on, because I'm, I'm just trying to get the right beats for it and make sure that I put the right songs onto it. And also, mm-hmm. like, I'm picky with what I put out because, I like, as you can see, my last song that I just put out, I put it out a week ago, and I got 130 views so far, like, in a week, which is actually really good because on my last music video, I only got... 230 views and it's been out for like a month right. you know what i'm saying so 130 views in a week is a lot better than before even mm-hmm. like i have videos from a couple of years ago on my youtube and there's only like there's only like less than 100 views and that's from years ago so i definitely see the progression so i'm just gonna keep striving with my music keep going and see mm-hmm. where god takes me because you know like I said, whatever his will is, then that's what it's gonna be. I'm not gonna force nothing, but I I'm also not gonna sit around. I'm just gonna do what I gotta do to get to where I wanna be. I got a show next week. I'm gonna keep doing shows. I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. doing photo shoots. I'm gonna keep you know recording. I got a single. I'm gonna be dropping real soon. Just trying to finger. Just finger. <laughs> just trying to figure out. Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to, just trying to figure okay. out uh, when's the right All time. Right. I'm very excited. If I'm gonna do a video and to listen to your new so. stuff. 
Yeah, I am absolutely a fan. So I got to do some more catching up with you. Thank you. On all I your appreciate stuff. it. Um, are you a model? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the music and the modeling goes hand in hand. So I just do it to promote, <laughs> you know, my music. I'm mm-hmm. not like... I'm not like, oh, I love modeling. This is what I want. No, it just, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, it literally just goes hand in hand. So I'm like, eh, all right, cool. But that don't mean that I don't like how I look. You know, I love how I look, but um, modeling is just not my So any of your music pertains dream. to it's like something that comes with my music that I, I'm like, fuck it. I don't mind.
Been rocking with me since I couldn't afford to buy new clothes I was broke, but you was there The only one that seemed to care Down the ride, by my side Talk about a lesbian, Bonnie and Clyde but Shit, you changed, you acting new Like you don't love the things I do Then you left, I hit back my ex Like, what's up, you want to fuck? That bitch left me, because of you You had her thinking we was never really through I know we shouldn't be doing this And you don't deserve my time, my lips But you still got that bomb pussy That a nigga always miss So tonight I'ma fuck you like we got the ability To make some kids, turn them lights Let's get right, here's to us I'ma get you Being greedy, yeah, I know I can't help it, I just wanna have them both Got me stuck between the two Can't see the truth, even though I'm fucking up And I know I'm still fucking with them both And if they let me, that's just how it's gon' go I'ma get you naked And then we gon' fuck Once I hear you Once you got the power, 
then you earn respect. respect. Getting no sleep, grinding all week, getting to this money, money. trying to be up next. Next. There's no such thing as friends You could do whatever for them They'll turn on you in the end Smiling in your face while they sleeping at your crib Just to listen in about all the debt you did These bitches really ain't shit Don't think y'all that cool Cause they'd rather lose you than to lose some fucking dick You were supposed to be my bitch I was always down to ride But when shit got real for me You left to hide inside Said he lying on my name Trying to get some fucking clout or some insta fame These bitches must not know I know a couple shooters that'll do his for the low But really what's the point in that? I'd rather y'all watch me eat Cause while I'm getting all this green You'll be watching on your screens Still hating on me Mad that I'm living right while y'all still stuck up in the streets You never did that shit to me First you get the money, then you get the power Once you got the power, then you earn respect Getting no sleep, grinding all week I'm the realest nigga. Now, baby, lock them doors and turn them lights, lights down, down low. low. That's a good song. <laughs> this a hit. This a hit. This a hit. 
ex is sick. Why you so mad? Why you so mad? <laughs> Go get a bag. Get a bag, little nigga. This a hit. Understand how niggas always in your face Yet they ain't got no fucking pay I ain't saying money's everything But nigga, you need cheddar If you wanna live way better Then go get up off your ass And go get your fucking bag This a hit Hey, I hope you guys enjoy this episode with me and Lady Ace. Um, I'm not really too sure what the hell happened on that last part. Uh, I don't know what happened. I know it was something else that we talked about. And I guess our, um, I don't know, I guess that the connection dropped. And that sucks. And that always been an issue when it comes out to doing this podcast with somebody else from a different state or from a different side of the world, whatever. But I enjoyed it. Hope you guys appreciate that. Miss Ace, if you're listening, thank you so much for doing this. Like I said, this entire episode was dedicated to you and only you. And hopefully we'll meet again sometime in the near future. So, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. See you next week. Actually, I do. You mean it's sick. No, you don't. Nigga. Back to the crib. Hey, I know you enjoyed that interview. I know you did. It's okay, because I enjoyed it too. And trust me, you can join too. All you have to do is download the app. The app is called Anchor. 
and I will send you the link. Just reach out for me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Mo You Did It Again or at M U D I A, abbreviation for Mo You Did It Again. Thank you for listening. Take care and have a wonderful day. And please, please, please stay out of trouble. Bye.